Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, witches, warlocks, and kin of all kind. Thank you for listening in on Earth to Ether. Tonight, I'd like to have a little chat about energy. We use the word energy to mean a lot of different things. When we look at the world scientifically, we all know by now that the world is made of energy. And we reduce that down to subatomic particles and fields and forces of electromagnetism, knowing that 99% of the space inside of an atom is just that, space. Space between the neutrons and protons in the center and the electrons and the different valence shells on their way out. We know that the world is made of energy, yet we still relate to it as a mineralistic solid because that is also the instrumentation that we are using. And so we have a continuum when we interact with our environment and different objects. And they say that when you actually pick up an object, you're not really even touching it. It's just the you know, combined force field of your electrons interacting with the electrons of that uh, object. And there's actually a tiny, 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 tiny force field in between. And when we refer to energy, we can be speaking about the physical world, and we can also talk about energy resources like solar and wind and oil and coal and zero points and other technologies that we use to harvest energy or transform materials, break them down into energy. Also, we do this in our body. When we eat food, we break them down into energy, into component parts and nutrients that feed us and restore us. And there's this restoration breaking down sort of cyclical process. Cells die, cells get born. And when we talk about energy, we can also talk about feeling or emotion. Like when we get a vibe from a place or from a person, energy can be uh, low energy and tired or high energy and excited. It can be you know, a harmonious interpersonal energy or it can be ooh, you know, conflicting, warring energies. And of course, the energy that actually moves through your body, the electricity lighting up between your neurons that's coursing through your nervous system, transmitting motor impulses and receiving sensory feedback. We use energy for so many different things, yet we're all pointing towards one thing, one thing we can't quite name, can't quite grasp the unity between all of these things. Or can we? What do these have in common? What does it feel like to negotiate that space where electricity and emotion are one in the same substance? What I like to do is connect these ideas of energy, connect to 
the sensations and feelings inside my body and to navigate that internal sensory world of energy and then that external both environment but also mental idea and concept which itself is a frequency which itself is a brainwave itself is an energy you certainly feel different when you think about someone you love or you think about someone you detest but in any case the navigation is through movement movement is this bridge between the inside and the outside literally the the skin around your body encasing you is that bridge on the inside you're tuned in especially when you close your eyes you're tuned into the flow of blood you're tuned into tingles pins and needles exertion tiredness a nice warm stretch there's information and at the same time the external surface of your skin also receives information from the flows of air in the environment different temperatures sunlight there's so many even more subtle subtle things subtle wavelengths and if you think about it sunlight comes to us as a wavelength and so does sound even though there's a, a, a difference in the, uh, the oscillations between them, they are still one continuous spectrum at different levels of energy. And in that same way, it's almost as if the hands can feel the spaces in between that spectrum, feel into subtle electromagnetic wavelengths or other information that's coming through and by engaging the motor sensory complex by engaging both the the will to action and the movement that you create with sensory feedback and receptivity and like a, a soft wrist and concave palm these create a, a yin yang there's there's a there's a flow and using this kind of flow and then connecting that to sensation or emotion um, or any idea anything in the internal world it allows for the expression of that energy expression of that idea through your motion it's like the root of dance you know human beings human instruments picking up on these sound vibrations and then expressing that vibration through the movement of their body to the rhythm you know, that's, that's so natural for us. You know, even animals dance sometimes. Um, you know, there's just... <sighs> so it, should, it really should be facile or easy in a way because it's natural to us. And it's almost like sometimes the attention can be pulled this way and that by things in the external world or... Even things in the internal world, thoughts or, or, or pains or, or content. But what we're describing here is a means to deal with content or to draw the attention back from content or to navigate that content internally or externally. And so something as simple as 
rippling your fingers or turning your wrists softly from side to side, palm up, palm down. That, especially in connection with a, a soft, slow breath, is a very easy-to-use meditative tool and metaphysical tool as well. We can simply just rest in that motion and in the silence that tends to come along with it. And my, my working theory is that when we are still in general, there's more energy that's available to the brain to think with. And when we then move the body, it's like we're using that, that bioenergy for uh, motor action. And so there's less available to the brain to be thinking with. Um, and so it's like, sometimes when I'm thinking too much, I'll just start to gently, softly move my hands, move my arms, and there's a, <laughs> there's a noticeable, uh, space, silence, um, you know, then it picks back up again, uh, but then just go back into it, and it's sort of like surfing, surfing this little magnetic wind between your hands. And I encourage all of you to explore what you can take from this and apply it both as, you know, a tool to help you feel more like balanced and in control of how you feel and also to engage and relate with the external environment. Um, example, like we all know that body posture plays an important role in both our our neurochemical uh, confidence, testosterone levels, stuff like that, um, but also in like s the social space as well, the kind of posture that you have, kind of body language sends nonverbal cues to everybody around you. Um, and in a similar way that we're talking about, you know, the human being kind of like a, a satellite dish or transmitter interacting with all these energy fields in its environment, you know, there's also this sort of dance with those signals and there's almost a nonverbal language that comes out of that and i've noticed that there's uh, a similarity or correspondence between interacting with the the energy fields as they are intuitively subjectively perceived in the moment um, and that being linked to like a, a stronger sense of posture and of like flow of you know, the sensations of energy and like good feeling vitality um, and the ability to uh, be more present in a space and sort of command your own space and, and you know, sort of, sort of stretch your own aura and color it how you want, you know? Um, and that, that really does translate into, you know, subtle physical changes even. Um, Maybe one more fun little visualization. If you, if you imagine a, a flow of energy, so to make that easier, this could be like light, sound, warmth, coolness, wind, uh, liquid feeling, magnetism, whatever sensation. It's like use your attention to direct your sensation along your arm from your shoulder to your hand. 
and if you direct like a flow of energy or light down the hand you might notice that the hand actually if you're if you're open and also like loose and relaxed the the hand and the wrist should actually uh, move a little bit to sort of accommodate that flow of energy to so the body when relaxed and soft and open will respond to the images that you present it with and if you direct those images overlaid on your body or inside and through your body moving through your body um, that like that actually moves things in your body there's actually electrical transmission that's moving along the fascia that wraps all your body and and there's oh, there's lots of fascinating things that happen that I won't go into but there's lots of research papers on qigong and healing if you want to look more into that but for our purposes here, just being able to feel it and connect with it is enough. Um, yeah, and so just just play around with that. Play around with how you can use your imagination in combination with a relaxed body that's, you know, moving but also soft, and and a nice steady, relaxed breath. And you connect those things. You connect imagination and breath with this this movement. You know, the thing that connects all of this together is, is what we're calling energy, you know? And ultimately, I think that's a, a silent, still place, like the neutral balancing point between positive and negative as they flow and dance around each other at high, high velocity. So, yeah, enjoy. And thank you so much for listening in on Earth to Ether, and have a wonderful night.